So today we're talking about are we connecting to the next generation? Are we connecting to the next generation? Um, in a conversation today, man, I probably for a while with a different different generations, the thirties, the twenties, um, some of the teens, just asking uh, more or less. It's usually the music conversation that's like our connection disconnection. <laughs> Just, you know, uh, I and if I've never said that, I drive Lyft from time to time, and I have uh, those that are riding those passages. If they're listening to something, I always um, give them the opportunity to play their music through the speakers in the car or whatever, just so they can all we can all jam out to what you're jamming out to. Um, and it's always an array of interesting music. <laughs> it's just it's interesting. Like, I don't, I used to call it bad, horrible, and all that. But everybody has this, has different taste, you know, and this generation hears music different than what we heard. Um, if that, if that kind of makes sense. Um, but you got to think about the generation previous from us, you know, didn't get with hip hop at all. You know, they was just not feeling the music at all. Um, at least quite a, quite a bit of people. Good morning, Mama Corey. Um, so I, I think some of the challenges with bridging the gap between our generation and the previous generation comes down to just listening, being willing to have a, a real conversation without, instead of from a authoritative positioning, you know, just kind of listen. And and I get it because, you know, you've been young, but you remember the time, what it feels like when those older than you won't listen. Um, uh, let's see. Richard says, yes, to a point, but deep connection, probably not generations, probably agree 50% of the time. Yes, to a point, but deep connection, probably not generations, probably agree 50% of the time. I guess half the time we kind of agree generationally um if that's what you're saying put thumbs up if not break it down to me hi sam amazing lady <laughs> oh which yeah, i think it comes down to listen i think it really comes down to seeing the view um from their perspective in in certain respects you know for the most part <laughs> when it comes to relationships and um even opportunities scam is a scam um, someone who, ha- who, who, who means ill will pretty much pops, pops up quicker when you're older, because you've been through so much, you can kind of see certain things, certain traits. Now we're not always a hundred percent, but for the most part, we see something, you know, if the person is solid, they see something and they can kind of, it's like, just be mind, just be mindful, baby. Just be mindful, you know, because it's, it's something, <laughs> you know? Oh, but when it comes to just, you know, growing and and becoming better for the next generation, I truly believe it's about us trying to listen a little more so we can navigate through the thought process, you know, because all that is said isn't wrong. Um, 
Some may be off a little bit because, you know, when you're younger, you're hyped up, you're ready to go. You haven't been scammed yet. <laughs> you know, you haven't really gone through. Sometimes you haven't gone through a lot yet. Um, and that's something. Some, trust me, some by the age of 20 have <laughs> been more been through more than people that, that are like 50. So, you know, I never I never discount somebody's uh, what their trials may be because some kids go through a lot, you know, as children, they go through some stuff harder than adults do. Um, and it's worse because, you know, their their uh, their obstacles are, you know, their solutions are limited because of their age and the ability to, to get out of stuff because either they're either they're controlled by their, you know, parental people or the system, you know, so they know I need to get out of this, but legally I can't until at least I'm 19 to 20, you know. Um, but honestly, just, I think it's about listening. Truly like having an open ear to have a conversation. Uh, those in the comments, I want to ask you, do like, do you feel like there's a, it's, you have a challenge connecting with the next generation and why, you know, what is your biggest challenge with connecting with the generation of the past or even those between the ages of 20 and 30? You know, Mama Corey, of course, the following generation be her kid, but, you know, they're grown. Like, so for her, I'm, I'm so I'm placing it in more of an age space. Um, you know, how do you navigate the conversation between 20s and 30s? Um Rich says, I'm really, really working on the stealth mode, building relationships and connections. And early next year, going to pay off huge time, like heavyweight connections and investors' doors being flung open. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, but how would you translate that to the next generation? How would you help someone else do the same thing? You know, we've all been in spaces where listening was was challenging. We didn't always listen. You know, when 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 good things were being told, we didn't always listen. Um, knowing that, knowing we've had our hard head moments, how do you how do you get get to the next generation? All right, so I think some of it is disrespect. The younger generation oftentimes is disrespectful and dismissive. Yeah, um, I think I read that right. Dismissive. <laughs> um, there you go. Yeah, I did. Um, indeed. Indeed, but do you think the dismissiveness is from something else? Um, is it, you know, kind of like adults always trying to tell me something? These adults don't know nothing, <laughs> you know. Like, you know, what? Where do you? Where do you think the dismissiveness comes from? You know, because for me, you know, when you're young, it comes from somewhere, like. Cause I met young, young folks that at least sit and listen, <laughs> you know, whether they'll take action in what they hear, they at least sit and act like they hear you. You know, they do a great job of like, I hear you. I'll, I'll, I'll at least I'll think about doing that or I will do that. That sounds like something that might work for me. Um, do you think, you know, what have you seen some of the traits of those that are dismissive? Uh, Cheryl says, my biggest challenge seems to be my intent to live outside of the world's standards. My biggest challenge seems to be my intent to live outside the world's standards. Um, 
and if it takes you a lot to explain, <laughs> no pressure. But break that down. Just try to give me like a snippet of what you mean. They were raised by, by young kids. Right, right, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Somebody younger who struggled with telling them something. So it's hard to maybe receive adults. All of that. All of that. It depends on the stage of where they are. Indeed. Indeed. Because I, I think that matters as well. Because um, it's, it's about the reception. Because, you know, like I've said before, and I'll probably repeat again, you know, and, and I used to feel like uh, maybe I was never taught this and no one ever told me until <laughs> someone shared with me talking to their, <laughs> the younger sibling and them saying the same things. And I was I was there when they were growing. I was like, it was told to them. Someone said something. So I had to reflect on my own life. And I was like, maybe someone actually did. I just wasn't listening. <laughs> you know, I can't, you know. People say it all the time, man, anyone told me about financial literacy. No one ever told me. No one ever told me. And I'm, I think in my head, is it possible that someone tried to tell you you just wasn't listening? You know, I and because we block out, we remember what we want to remember in a sense. Like we kind of block out certain things unless something tragic happens or something big or huge that was a turning point in our lives. But the little stuff, you know, the moments where you just at the store counting your change and someone tried to drop some knowledge about money, you know, and because they were older, you know, they're driving an old Cadillac, <laughs> you know, like they didn't, they didn't look like they, they were wealthy, you know, cause we don't know. Cause you know, folks live off their, their pensions and retirements for 30 years. Like I, young, bro, young blood, I haven't had to work in over 30 years because I made the right moves. <laughs> like I might've been your next door neighbor, but I haven't struggled nor wanted for anything. And you see, I go on vacation every year. Like he, he thought about like, Oh, right. And you ain't, I ain't seen you work a job since I've been watching you. Like, <laughs> you know, so you got to think like they, they did something right. You know, and we don't, it's the small thing. And honestly, saying that out loud now is like, wow, I know several folks that hadn't worked a regular job. <laughs> or haven't really seen them work. Like, I never was like, where's such a, at, not at work? <laughs> they were like, oh, they on vacation. They away. <laughs> like, what? You know, never realizing, like, they made, they made smart moves when they were younger, you know, and worked their time. And some of it's pension. But, you know, every place didn't have it. So either 401k, so they made smart investment moves. So, you know, we have, I believe, when we were growing up, we had access. A lot of us had access. I'm not saying everybody. Everybody on here was like, nah, I have access. If you really think about it, some of the people that were outside of your box, outside of your system of everydayness, your community, some of the bosses you got in contact with that talk to you a little more than average, whether they're white or black, you know, they were probably offering some level of information or available. Said so if you ever need to know something, you know, I'm available. Now I get it because some of the keys to, to life are asking the right questions. You know, you ever realize that you ask the right question, you really get the answer you need. But sometimes we don't know the questions to ask. 
Um, you know, I always talk about, oh, I've said before, right? Because I've had so many shows. Um, you know, to get into and get into the room with Warren Buffett, like, what would you ask? You know, most some some people there's a some level of population that can know how to ask the right questions and can expand their portfolio. Where there's another group that would just ask some inquiring questions, you know, that they would want to ask <laughs> to, to increase their portfolio, but they don't know what to ask at their level. Like, what can I ask? You know, because you're trying to you, listen, if I could just get 20% of what you have, that'd be an accomplishment. Um, good morning, Keita. Good morning. Uh, let's see. Richard says, my dad retired at 55, lived on investments and pensions for 30 years, right? Three holidays per year, indeed. Um, that's a great book. Alan P's, the answer is yes. Awesome, awesome. Um, so it's, it's, it's those questions. And then let's flip it, though. You know, when dealing with the generation to come, you know, what are, the, what are the inquiring questions that you can ask them in order to get them to get them to think differently or to to begin to think about certain things? Um, because everybody comes kind of comes at the same direction, you know, the moral aspect, financial aspect. Um, but trying to give them some real concrete um, steps to enhance their life. Um, is definitely, you know, can be challenging sometimes, you know, because it's like, so what should I do today? Um, Cheryl says, my accountability to living by God's standard in accordance with his word, oh, with the word of God. Those people aren't really interested in the level of accountability and stay away from it until they're ready. I get you. I get you. Indeed, that accountability is for real. Um, <laughs> I do <thought> I get. <laughs> if, I mean, okay, so that's such a broad question. So, someone like what I would say, you know, start start where you at. You know, like, some of the stuff you already know. Start where you at. Invest with what you know. Like if 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 that would be like the question you would ask Warren Buffett. You know, he didn't do anything magical. Like if you look at his history. He didn't do anything magical. He just invested consistently, had more money, invested more, had more money, and invested in companies that he was interested in and not just trying to make a profit. That was like one of the things. Invest in companies you're interested in, interested in their product. And he said, um, I think it's him that invests in people, not just not just the company. So like the CEO, you know, things of that nature. So it's just incrementals, <laughs> incrementals. Then when that drops in the market, you you you, you got to swoop down like a vulture and snatch up all the cheap stuff because it's going to grow in value. That's how he became a billionaire. Like he just snatched up the cheap stuff. Um, it's all incrementals. He, <laughs> the, most of these wealthy dudes outside of a product or idea like a like a Microsoft or an Apple or a Tesla. Outside of that, it's incrementals. They just invested over time, you know, frugal, 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 invest, invest, invest. 
you know, there's a percentage of your, your income you should be investing, you know, a large percent, large, <laughs> you know, like, you know, sacrificing lifestyle for investments, you know, if you're really trying to get there. Um, he, she said, I plant seeds and use practical examples. Indeed, indeed, you know, it's sometimes it's our language. It's how we approach those from another generation, the things that we say, because if we come, you know, you come in hot, you know, you're just looking like mom and dad. Just annoying me. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. You know, instead of coming from a space of, I understand who you are. I understand you have some of the same goals that most people have. This is the way to get there. Um, let's see. Yes, the why determines your long-term success. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But it's everything's consistency and incrementals. Consistence and incremental going through the process, consistent and incremental. You know, it's unfortunate. I've kind of studied, watched, YouTubed, watched, watched a lot of, and my wife can attest a lot of documentaries on people because I'm I'm so interested in how their their pivot point, what happened. Because it's always, honestly, get off top for a quick second. It's always something that they got or happened during their journey that shot them to the moon. It's always a pivot point. Um, YouTube is probably the only space where, I mean, honestly, YouTube is a pivot point as well, because what happens, people are talking about certain subjects, and then they just happen to talk about a particular subject that everybody else is talking about right at the time people are searching for it. And your your views skyrocket. And if it's And if what you're talking about that's popular is in line with in line with um, everything else that you've been talking about. Then they're going to go down a rabbit hole of, Oh, AD Walker, AD Walker. Oh, let me look at this. Let me look at this. Let me look at this. You know, it's generally, that's, that's generally how it works. Um, the why yes, but can be augmented and pivoted, pivot and ev- evolves to involve more. Indeed. I think um, definitely knowing your why <clears throat> is is key knowing what you want to do knowing you kind of having your purpose but i but i don't stick hard to it um i may have a why that involves a particular thing um but most things pivot your your success and wealth starts going one direction and you can pick up another interest like like for me like i started doing one way and then I saw a need. So I stepped into that space. And I think a lot of times that's what takes you to the next level, but it's that consistently consistency being on top of what's in front of you, knowing your environment, knowing what you're connecting to is, is part of the, is part of the, um, the way to become successful. And teaching your teaching the next generation just to, I think it's the money management of it, um, and then you can get into the things that you have passion for or you want to make a change in um, is key. I you know what my my goal to teach a lot of the next generation, especially when it comes to brothers of legacy, is how to not get into the rat race. You know. Not talking about not get a job. 
what I'm talking about is the have tos of life and being able to handle when things collapse or crumble, you know, because most people aren't ready. They're always watching the news and they're like, oh my gosh, your recession is coming. Oh my gosh, the recession is designed. <laughs> he said, are you saying for what I'm saying? It's designed that way. Um, I don't, I don't believe that you have to follow the design though. Like, I truly believe if you understand taking, like I've been telling a lot of young people, telling my children as well, to only live on half, half of what you are, um, live on half of what you're receiving, half of it. And then even take 10%, take your tithes out of that half that you're living on um, and take the other 50 and put it away, invest it. Invested, like do a um, what is it? Not a not an IRA, not an investment account. Um, like a mutual fund kind of uh, system. Uh, if I can think of the word at towards the end, but it's kind of like a compilation of stocks that they bought. They they come together and you kind of mutual fundish, but not in the retirement space because you're not stuck with a penalty if you pull out. Um, but more one of those companies, uh, and because your money will grow. And so like even when the stock drops, that's a beautiful time if you're investing, you know, because money's going in and picking up stocks at a cheaper price. Um, So, yeah, I I would definitely taking half and pretty much by the time you're 30, (laughs) you could you could be set for life. Real talk. Um, Then you can buy the business that you want to get into. Um, Not a literal. (laughs) Oh, not a literal design. (laughs) No, I, I got what you're saying, though. Um, I, I do think certain things were designed, you know, school, college, uh, work, work, and work, and be behoven, behooven, be stuck <laughs> to working because of the things that you have. ETF. Thank you so much, Cheryl. I could not. There you go. <laughs> ETFs. Yeah, they're kind of like the mutual funds, but they... There are companies that invest like there are, and you can kind of pick pick your lane. Do you want something hard, like that's investing aggressively into stocks, so it's going to be the ups and downs, or you want someone that's uh, doing stocks and bonds? Um, he said, "Ad, you can do live off of thirty invest, fifty give away. Uh, wait, live all oh, live off of thirty, invest fifty, and give away twenty. That's the fun, best outperforms. Yeah, nine percent." Nine percent to eleven percent. Indeed, indeed. What up, Jeff? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So yeah, definitely. I think um, opening up the uh, the mindset. He said, no matter how you are led, we must not lean on to our own understanding. Indeed, in all our ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct our path. And indubitably, um, we have to allow the spirit to move us and to lead us. You know, indeed, um. But it takes, we have to be able to to connect to really bring that understanding of who God is. We have to really be able to connect. I think a lot of times we miss the connection, the the human connection, the understanding, you know. Yeah. And and unfortunately, anybody that grew up in church, sometimes it's the hardest because they've seen too much. (laughs) They've seen too much, you know. It's just it can it can get rough sometimes. Like I didn't grow up in church, so it was it was easy for me to get into that 
into that world and get saved um, at, at 20. Yes, they allow flexibility and diversity of options. Indeed. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely, you know, connected with the next generation. I think, like I said, this is all about um, being, I guess, empathetic. And But listening, just got to listen. Just have a conversation. You know, like I said, instead of trying to dictate or tell somebody what they should or should not be doing. It's just about having a conversation. Um, just increasing, just keep increasing income streams and revenue streams. I studied markets for a decade to educate myself. Indeed. It's just, a, yeah, incrementals, but it's creating the uh, consistency in investing, the consistency in the savings um, to get us to where we need to go. Uh, that matters more than anything. Uh, and the habits, creating habits, you know, what what do you wake up on? How do you wake up? What do you do with your day uh, matters. And I think teaching the next generation on being more time conscious because you don't, you know, <laughs> tomorrow's never promised. Um, and time is something I know I've personally wasted, you know, doing things that mattered little to none, you know. I, you know, I should have been doing this. Instead, I was stuck here. Cryptos and Forex. <sighs> That's such a cuss word in the, in the, <laughs> in the internet space. <laughs> it's, it's real. It's real. <laughs> you start off a sentence with crypto or Forex. I am blocking you. <laughs> what was it? He said our forefathers had the same option with different level of exposure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because um, <sighs> they, they're real. They're real things. They're real uh, investment spaces. Um, Crypto is going through a, a, a kind of up and down. Um, I mean, I definitely believe the system of crypto will definitely survive. There's no doubt about it. I think the problem is, seems like there's just some crooked people that are getting into crypto. I mean, running these large crypto companies like I don't. Yeah. And they're just not running it transparently. You know, they are promising things they can't the standard they can't uphold. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, I don't I'm trying to figure out because they do well and they create a solid system. They just. Because it's a solid system of trust. And once the trust is gone, that's when your, your crypto drops. So, but anyway, um, but definitely, you know, like a, not a lot of the new generation is getting into crypto, but it's, it's such a wild west right now. It is such a wild west. And I think <laughs> the grab is, though, they're looking to be the one to invest early enough. So when it explodes, it, it blow up your weights. They can sell before it crashes because that's what's going on. Everything's just up, crash, up, crash, you know, and that's constantly happening. <sighs> so, um, our forefathers had same obstacles. All right, let's uh, pastors come in the building. We're gonna chat with him for a minute, then we're getting out of here because I need a nap. <laughs> All right, <laughs> All right. Let's get it. Uh, where's that button? Got up early. I had a rough month, rough night or something. What's up, Pastor? Good morning, sir. Good, good morning. morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. 
All right. What are you doing? Look, the student late for class. Right. <laughs> so today we're talking about um, are we connecting to the next generation or like what may be our disconnect or what are some of the challenges with connecting with the next generation that you may see? Um, you know, you have a, a next generation <laughs> that, is, that is just uh, grown, that has grown out of your household, uh, just as moaning. Um, what is, I mean, and then, you know, parents is one thing, because, you know, that's another, another space. It's, it's, to me, it's different, you know, when you're talking with somebody outside your household, as opposed to someone that's in your household and always got to hear your mouth, <laughs> you know, like just, yeah, dad, dad, I know dad. Yeah, dad. You know, for you, you, you're looking for someone else to come outside and confirm all the stuff you've been saying <laughs> to, to them. Like, you know, have you had that come to you? Like, dad, someone told me like, girl, I told you that like three years ago, <laughs> like, like three years ago and 50 times. Right. Right. <laughs> Right. Oh, now right. it makes sense. Right, right. Well, at least you got it now. At least you got yeah. it. <laughs> but, I, you know, it's it's funny. We, we say that, but here's here's what I've learned. And this is why scripture is so important. And good morning, everybody. I apologize for my tardiness. A uh, lot going on. Um, the scripture tells us that uh, Paul said, I, I, I watered, I mean, I planted, Apollos, Apollos watered, but God give it the increase. Right. right you know. Right. And so I've learned that whenever something that I have repeatedly stated in my home, uh, I feel like it might have gone, it might have fallen on deaf ears, but then it comes back after someone else has said it. That's the watering. Right. 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 You plant the seed as parents, uh, someone else comes and waters the seed, and then right. God provides the understanding, the increase. That's why we have to train up a child in the way that they should go. You know, it it takes a long time for us to see that they got it. Right. But the reality is you have to plant the seed of training, give them what they need. And in life, the watering process happens. And then God provides the, the increase, the expansion, the validation of what has been put in them. So I've learned, I've been learning to, to not be so concerned about those types of things. What I, I find myself saying to my wife all the time, it's in them. Right. They have it in them. And at some point it's going to show up. Right. <laughs> right. right. Uh, because I think about, you know, this conversation is had, this question is asked for between every generation. How are we right. connecting? How are we connecting? Right. You know, my, my mother's generation was wondering if we were going to survive because we right. were so crazy. Right. You know, right. Right. Uh, and 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 so I, I think it just it comes with every with every. What's funny is with me, I have my my oldest is is thirty four, okay, and my youngest is eighteen, but they're the same generation. Mm. For me, right, 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 right. That makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Wow. So I get a chance. I, I I used to say this. I used to say. My my older children, my grown children, are my dumb children because I was a dummy when I had them. Right, right, right. And I said, my younger children are my smart children because I had a little bit more sense. Right. And then I realized I was a dummy for all five. <laughs> right, right. 
but I but I think that I think we have to rest in the comfort that when you believe and trust what you have put in them, you have connected. And and at some point it's going to begin to manifest. Yeah. So that's that's just where my faith is. That's what I right. believe. Because I, I see my children doing some stuff that's like, wow, where did that come from? Right. You know, but I realize it's in them. What about those that are outside the home? How do you do you ever um have a any connective moments like to their friends and do you have conversations with them? You know, um, what are, what are the receptions like outside the house? You know, when you're trying to have their conversations. Well, the interaction with my children's friends is all has always been wonderful. It okay. always has. But but I, I think that comes from the the culture that they're raised in and and that impacts or has an impact on what they attract, what they draw in, who they consider friends, associates. Right. 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 Um and because they they pick the lint, we pick the lint. We have conversations, and uh, you know I've I've always believed in allowing children to decide who they want to love. Gotcha. I can't control who you love. I can't control who you like. I can only bring understanding. Right. 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 And input, guidance, mentoring. Right. You know, that's that's what I look to do. Uh, and so we try to talk about it. You know, what what bothers me is if you have a friend that I don't know about. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. How do you how do you get into that? You know what? Why is it that you're so close to this person, but your family doesn't know who they are? Right. You know, that's where you have to start questioning and wondering, you know, and inquiring what's what's going on. Uh, but for the most part, I you know. And you're going to have a little bit of that because children know what's right, what's wrong, and if they feel like they're skirting along the edge, oh, they got a friend, a friend that's in in, in some kind of mess. It's like, yeah, I can't yeah, bring you by, I can't bring you by the house. <laughs> Validation that the seed that you put in them, right, is there. It's active, right? I got you. So, I got you. Yeah, I, you know, not every child that's sneaking around is because they're evil. No, I got they you. They sneaking around because they're shameful. Because they know the standard. They know, they know the standard. Right. Yeah. And so what you have to do is is just reemphasize the standard, encourage them, and let them know that. I tell my children, I, I raise them saying that uh, you'll have to face the consequences when you do something wrong. Right. Right. But the consequences will always be multiplied when you lie about it. Because mm. not only do you have to deal with the consequences at some point, Right. But then you also have to deal with the dishonesty. Yeah. Right. True. So what I'm saying is, let's just tell the truth and deal with the consequences. I, When they were young, I said, you know, you're not going to get a whooping when you do something wrong, when you make a mistake. Right. But you lie about it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I tell my son that. Just yeah. tell the truth. Let's just get over it. It's okay. I it's think okay. Annoying- it annoys me more when you. I think this third child that supposedly lived in this house again did something <laughs> that nobody knows how it happened. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah I've, I've learned to you know certain things go wrong. I've learned to not react. Right. You know. Oh, I'm sorry that happened. You're sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know it feels bad. I know that's horrible. You know, <laughs> I know you had to be scared of what. Yeah. <laughs> 
Right, right. We hear right. stories. <laughs> we have older siblings. We, right. we know what you're capable of. <laughs> oh, see, yeah, see. We are, they don't have that kind of reference. <laughs> yeah. Everything they got is like firsthand. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then you got the older ones like, what you, you let them do what? <laughs> you let them get away with it. <laughs> you would have killed us. If you... <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That is funny. You know, it's like, I don't want to hear about your growth. Give them what you gave us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, don't want to hear about your maturity. <laughs> give us what you get. Give them what you gave us. Oh man, I think that's like, yeah, that's like the grandparents, you know. <laughs> like they did what? I was like, Grandma got you? No, she didn't. What you mean? <laughs> you let them get away with that? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's a great point. Um, so yeah, definitely. I yeah, I hear you on the the growth um and and the connection. I that 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 yeah. That truth is something else. <laughs> um, but yeah, so how how do we? I mean, I, yeah, you can only give what you give. Seed, water. Hopefully, they grow. And, and like, and you know, you made a point. You're right. Our generation, we were uh, we were sagging, wearing pants backwards, <laughs> craziest stuff. <laughs> like, we were we were the X generation. You was the like, I don't know what about to happen to this world. I, I'll generation. tell you well, something. I, I went into a store. Ooh, we had to be 27 years ago shopping for some clothing and you know people were sagging and i saw this outfit i went in into one of those like hip-hop stores okay right right right, right. i got you <laughs> uh, i don't forget the name of it because i don't i'm not a shopper but this day i was at the mall by myself in la okay and I saw this outfit, multicolored outfit. The pants were kind of oversized. And I was like, go try that on a C, you know. And this young man was helping me. And I, yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in my 20s. Right, and, right. And I I came out, I looked in the mirror, and I'm like, oh, this is this is popping. And the guy was like, it doesn't look good on you. And I'm like, who are you to tell me what right, looks good right. on me? Right. Like you, and he was like, because I saw you when you came in. Wow. Wow. This wasn't you when you came in the door. Wow. So how's it going to be you going out? And the thing is, he didn't know me from anything. Right, 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 right. This was a younger person. He was young. He was a teenager. Wow. Looking at me and I'm just in my twenties. Wow. And he was like, nah, you too grown for this. <laughs> Because I saw you when you came in. You don't right. even, it, like, he was like, it just, this, it, it was like, David, these these weapons don't fit me. <laughs> right, right. Have not been tried by me. I was like, right. wow. And so I took it off and I didn't buy it. Wow. So wow. the lesson is, for, for us in connecting with the next generation is don't think you can't learn something from them. Mm. Right. That's true. We start acting like we're the ones pouring. We're constantly the pitcher. Right. And they're constantly the glass. Yeah. And you can never get anything from them. You lose young people if right. you can't hear them. Right. That's and I was I started off saying that as well. Got to listen. We got to be yeah. able to to have a conversation. See where they're coming from. I um, got kicked off a of radio. Oh yeah, I remember you said. That. Remember that? Yeah. The owner of the radio. Yeah. Said kids are children are seen and not heard. Heard right. And I was like, the devil is a lie. <laughs> you, right. you don't listen to your children. 
Right. You're going to hear them later. Right. <laughs> that's true. She wouldn't let me come back on the radio because she was like, that's not good teaching. <laughs> well, I, when I grew up, children, you, yeah. you, you saw them, but you didn't. I'm like, oh, okay. And where are your children now? Right. That's not right. the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> right. Right. Like they, they leave the church like you ain't talked to them. You don't yeah. know why they left. <laughs> like you, you don't know what was said because you're not allowing them to speak. So they got a little hurt, and now yeah. I'm out. I'm out. I'm not about to stay here because you ain't listening to me anyway. So I'm right. gone. You know, once I get the opportunity, once the church thing becomes a choice, <laughs> once I get to choose, yeah, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. if a child is breaking toys, they're talking. Right, right. If a child is painting butterflies, they're talking. Right. Right. That's good. I'm yeah. like this sizzle in your spirit. Anybody listening? Like my child sure was showing stabbing. Somebody stabbing somebody in the head. Yeah, they, they talk. They're talking. <laughs> They're talking. Yeah. They're talking. Yeah. Absolutely. The question yeah. is, are you can you hear your child when they're talking? I know that. I mean, I've I've had to come to the realization of the seasons that I didn't hear my children. Mm. Right. And then when it got loud, I'm like, oh, Lord, I missed that. I didn't right. get it. I didn't catch it the first time. Right. You know, I tell people all the time that as as parents, as as older generation, you don't, you don't know what kind of parent you are until your children are old enough to express themselves without fear of the consequences. Right. That's good. Lisa. So they're not always acting. Right. Up, but acting not always out. acting up, but acting. Absolutely. They're always talking. Always. Right. And then, Lisa, to your point, we mislabel behavior. Mm. Right, we mislabel it. You're just lazy, good for nothing. You're just like your daddy, just like your mama. Well, I can't do nothing with you. Words have power. Right, right. Words have power. Uh, People used to say sticks and stones would break my bones, but words would never hurt. That's a lie from the (laughs) pit. Words hurt. (laughs) Right. Indeed. Be careful how you talk to your children. Be careful how you talk to me, and I'll be 55 this year. I'm listening now to my kids clearly and my grandkids. Yeah. Right. Because you realize you didn't hear them before right. because the hustle and bustle of life, you're trying to work, you're trying to put food on the table, you're trying to make sure the clothes are there for them right. to wear, you're trying to make sure the hair is braided, they take their bath, you know, go to die. You got to do all these things. So I don't have time to be sitting around here tripping with you because Sally didn't uh, play with you. Right. 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 Wait a minute. The fact that Sally didn't play with me makes me feel insecure about myself right right, right. go find yeah. you another friend no i like sally <laughs> right. Right. right right i need you to hear my heart yeah yeah listen to your children watch them pay attention zoom in because you miss it life can cause you to miss it if you're not paying attention and then you wonder whose child is this this is not the child i raised who are you and where did you come from those are the kind of things that people begin to say. I, I get all this stuff from people. I don't even know who that is. You wasn't raised in my house. Right. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh I think that's my greatest, my great I'm gonna say fear. My greatest fear is me missing something and my child is different, if that makes sense. Like, it does. Like, but let me encourage you. Yeah. Welcome to the club. Right. <laughs> you know, like when did you like start liking that? 
Yeah. Where'd you just start wanting to wear that? Right. <laughs> like, like, I've always like, liked this. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, you don't remember what I used to draw on my paper in the first grade? Right, right. Oh, uh, okay. Because my, you know, like my, um, my kids don't have phone yet. We phones yet. We're working on that. But oh, we, we're talking about it. I think it's about time because yeah, we've been having disconnects with school and stuff. I'm like, all right, I might have to break down. We gotta get this phone thing going. Um, and she, we got an old phone. She listened to music a lot. My my daughter, you know. So we always like, hey, what you listening to? So I listen to what she's listening to. You know, she's open. She's still wide open. Just mm-hmm. hey, yeah, this is what I'm listening to. This, you know. So I'm. Like I said, that's I just don't want that moment. <laughs> like, like, what just start listening to <laughs> to ACDC? Like, you know, like wait, yeah. wait, wait. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Sam saying, yeah, I don't think it's really time, but yeah, because there are gaps, and I'm like, man, I need to call these kids. I need to find out what these kids at, you know, because the buses, and it's like, yeah. So we're about that time. We're about that time. Um. But yeah, I think that's just like my fear. That's just, you know, because my son, you know, he plays game. I make sure I'm watching. We watch him playing games together. And, you know, I play with him sometimes. Like, okay, okay, I see where we at. <laughs> like, I'm tracking it. I'm tracking. I'm tracking. Yeah. I just, that, you know, that jump. You're just like, what? Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait. Wait. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that's just, i just throwing it out there, God. I know. Part, not really part of the conversation, but it's part of the conversation just, that's just been my fear. Just that jump. And anybody on here? So have you had that jump before? And could you track it back? Like you said, Pastor. Yeah, like I've been I've been drawing this thing for the last five years. Like <laughs> I mean, I just finally found the culture that's into this thing. So now I'm all in, you know. Yeah. Um, so anybody on here, you put it up in the comments if you, you know, if you don't mind um sharing or whatever. But yeah, just that jump. Have you guys ever experienced that jump or did you see it and it just the ball was already rolling it's just now mitigating (laughs) mitigating the level of pain (laughs) that they may go through in this lifestyle like i need you to clearly understand this lifestyle (laughs) that you're that you're stepping into you know um so yeah that's like i said that's been my concern and so for you pastor have have you had that jump because you know you got the oldest 30 year old 25 year old you know have you had that? Have you seen a jump like inside while in your care? When they go out, it's harder because so much influence, so much. Help, help me around. understand when you say jump. So jumping I'm... from like the character or person I know <laughs> that I felt like I've been tracking, you know, like you're growing because um, you got all girls. Well, your boy has passed, but like the girls growing and just watching them go from. Um, you know, like Barbie girl to, you know, to a, I want to be sexy looking, you know, like I want to be attractive, not sexy so much, but I want to be attractive. And, but getting into something that you like, when did you start liking like either hip hop or when did you start liking this particular thing? I don't even know what it may be, but something just outside, outside of a box that you've not, either you've not exposed them to, or you don't know anybody else that's connected to this thing, you know, in in terms of behavioral patterns, yeah, I I don't think I really I don't think there was a jump for me okay. because I didn't get everything right, but I did pay close attention. Okay, okay, right. 
Okay. Uh, so my children, my children don't really surprise me. Okay. Okay. Because I be, and, and and I say that because I surprised myself already. I think all the shock came through my life. <laughs> you know. I got you. I got you. Um, and I think my own life's experience caused me to pay. Not that I had all the right answers, but I was watching. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I could see the behavioral patterns. And so like my oldest, I could, I, I've always communicated with my children, right. good, bad, or indifferent. Right. So I don't think I missed the jump. Like when I, when I think about my, my oldest, I look at her life today. I'm like, okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. There's things I love and things I, uh, but it's not a surprise. I look at my second oldest. Right. You know, you probably went a little extreme on that one, you know, but it's not, it wasn't a real jump to me. Okay. You know, uh, Brian Jr. I, I, yeah, I can't, I, out of all five of them, and I can't really say that I woke up one day and was like, oh my God, when did that? Right, right. That, you know? that right there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now, as a, I mean, as a, as a father with daughters and yeah. that whole, you know, showing skin. Yeah. That's not a jump to me. That's right. just that irritating. I want to be pretty. Right, right, you are right. pretty. Right. Even with the dress down to your ankles, you're pretty. <laughs> right. Right. But, right. Right. But when I was 18, the dress down of the ankles wasn't pretty to me. <laughs> right. Right. That, real, that realistic view. That realistic you got to keep thought. it real, man. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And allow them to express themselves. I, I tell, I, I, this is something that I've learned, you know, I've learned to not say, I said this a long time ago. You, I don't say, Oh, that's going, you're going to be a doctor. No, you're going to be a lawyer. You're going to be a, no, no, no. Mm-mm. I'm not putting that on my children. You're going to be the best at whatever it is that you do. Right. Right. You decide. Right. You know, I don't want to paint them into a corner. Mm. Those are the things that mess our children up early in life. True. And we limit them. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, by yeah. telling them what they're going to be. Right. Yeah. That's good. And we 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 destroy ourselves in the church. Right. God told me you was you God called you to preach. God called you to God right. really? God called you to call. <laughs> <laughs> you are the caller. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Right. That, yeah. Yeah, that is that is true. That I, is true. I think what we have to do, we we <clears throat> we, we taught our children to explore to be curious right you know yeah uh i tell my children i said if anything make sure you you plant your feet in foreign soil before you decide to make something your permanent residence see the world yeah so that you know and understand when you begin to create and carve out your world Right. You make an informed decision. Right. Right. It's right? good. Yeah. Because you have people that like you can train a child to to live comfortably within a six block radius. Right. Just by the world you show them. Right. And that's all. Or do. you can train a child to be a world traveler by the world you show them. Right. You know, uh, and everything in between. Just by what you expose them to, yeah. 
So we have to be very careful that we uh, give our children as much information, as much data, as much knowledge as as we can, right? Uh, so that they can make informed decisions. You know, I tell I tell people, you know, my my philosophy. I heard this from uh, Dallas Wilson. He hmm. said, "You won't make a an ignorant decision. It'll be a dumb decision because you knew." <laughs> right. 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 So I, I, I stole that and I've been quoting it ever since. You know? <laughs> uh, and it's funny, right? I've been teaching my clients that for years and years and years. I want you to make an informed decision. I want to make sure you have all the information that you need right. so that your decision is based on everything that all the possibilities. Right. And so that's the same thing that we, we need to do with with our children. Uh, because it, it it builds confidence. The more information they have, the more confident they can be uh, in their in their decision making process. Uh, so, so that's my philosophy. That's good. That's good. All right, guys. Hopefully we gave you something, a little nugget to think about, um, about connecting with the next generation, particularly your, your children <laughs> in the same household. <laughs> I, I get that. The, of course, their first priority is <laughs> like, I need to connect with them first. Um, so be be open minded, you know, open the conversation and make sure you're listening. You know, I know as as parents. Of, of old school generations, we kind of, we kind of be quick on the trigger sometimes and just give them an opportunity to explain sometimes. Just give them, let's give them an opportunity. <laughs> Hold you yelling like, I'm a listen. Okay. That's dumb. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. We realized we did all right as parents um, when they were grown. All right. That's good. Oh, that was easy for me. <laughs> they survived my parenting. Up, oh, I did good. <laughs> Great conversation. Still here. Thank you, Robert Corey. Oh, so again, make sure you share sharing is caring. Join our text community. Text LWN to eight four five seven six. Text LWN to eight four five seven six. Never miss a broadcast. And next week, hopefully, my folks still come through because I hit everybody up really early. Um, where's that button? Oh, hit the wrong button. Um, we. Are approaching our 500th episode so make sure you are checking out next week next week we've been doing this thing three years plus <laughs> really yeah i think it's been three years now um i think i missed my anniversary but it's all good happy anniversary happy anniversary <laughs> dol yes indeed all right so we look forward to seeing you guys same time same channel um continue to stay safe make good choices do the right thing if you're having a mental health crisis or you know someone in a mental health crisis dial 988 988 all right um so continue to stay safe make good choices and drive safe here especially if you're in georgia please slow down it's all good you'll get there slow down all right um know that we love you god loves you more stay safe and if you're in the snowville area (laughs) just happen to be right i'm from snowville hey come hang out with us (laughs) holy fellowship tonight <laughs> we look forward to seeing you. All right. Take care. Be blessed, guys. Keep pushing, keep growing. Peace out.